I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. about that opening music people ladies and gentlemen it's a football ramble I'm Marcus and I've brought three beautiful people along Jim's the first one alright Pete's the second yes yes flavour nice <laughs> finished yeah and Luke's the third with the hairy chest alright uh, well that's me uh, right then uh, ooh, now all throughout the month of October the ramble that's us we're in association with Pez 2012 Pete yes we are Marcus we're sponsored ooh. by Pez 2012 the footballers football game for PS3 and uh 360 Xbox 360 because class is permanent it's out on the 14th of this very month okay you're damn right it is mm. now then um, let's move on to the opening question shall we it's an easy one how would you punish Carlos Tevez Jim um, I, what I would do right is I would loan him to somewhere like the Congo um, so somewhere like <laughs> deep dark Africa somewhere where it's you know quite dodgy you know uh, that sort of thing and, who's uh, the team from the Congo is it TP oh yeah TP um, Mazembe Mazembe yeah, yeah. let's say them yeah. we'll loan him to them yeah, yeah. they're good though they're a decent team they won the African Champions no, League they'll be even well, better with well, Carly yeah, exactly they will well, anyway, so it's, well, it's good for them <laughs> well that's it yeah and uh, if I was Mancini I'd say yeah so you still think Manchester's far away from your family you dick splash <laughs> <laughs> What you should do is find the the, um, the geographical exact yeah, point the which is the claim away from it. Send them there. Yeah, and if they if they move closer, you loan into a different club as they're on the plane. So he <laughs> keeps yeah. keeps staying away from them. Maybe someone in Iceland or something. Really, someone I'd send him somewhere bad. Yeah. A welcome return to the <laughs> Siberia. Slur, a welcome return to the slur. Dick splash there. I think we'll all agree. Mm. Pete, what have you got? Um, I'd make him do like a strip tease uh, right. at uh, like the AGM or whatever, and it would have to be all sexy, but he wouldn't be allowed. To Stripper's trousers. It would just be normal trousers, and he'd have a Stanley knife. So he'd end up with sliced up legs, but he'd still have to make it all sexy, which is difficult enough with his face. You sicken me. A horrible effort. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I've, I've smashed that. Well, he wouldn't get me the points last week when I clearly won it. So oh, he's having a bit of a temper. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not going to give me the points. So I'm not going to try and get them anyway. You're yeah, doing exactly. the tippers, yeah. <laughs> Oh dear. Which in turn, well, most modern-wise, yeah. I should get the points. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I'm, I'm confused, Luke. Quickly, no, no, <laughs> you're not no. answering. No, okay. I am really. What I would do is I would send him uh, basically to Portsmouth. <laughs> well, think about it. Think about it. He'd learn his lesson quickly, wouldn't he? He thinks it, Man City's bad. Imagine having to go up front with Dave Kitson for one. <laughs> two, Portsmouth have traditionally, over the recent um, season or two, not been able to fill their bench. So he won't even have to go on, just make up the numbers. Yeah. He's a perfect football club. <laughs> He's just got to sit in that space on the bench that we've needed someone to fill. Mm. So he'd send him to Portsmouth. He'll love it. It's yeah. a little bit closer to his family as well. Yeah, it would be, yeah. It is. It would be like yeah, it would be, yeah, definitely. Margins. Yeah. 
Uh, I would uh, put him. I'd, I'd stick him to the big sign. Welcome to Manchester sign. I just have him up there. <laughs> People would drive in and be able to like V him. And that doesn't seem like a, a long time ago, does it? No, no. Lost backfired, <laughs> isn't it? My goodness, no, it doesn't. Uh, Jimbo's got the points. Oh, that's oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, definitely well, not then. you and you uh, well, or me. Just said it's him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I've specified an early specification. Um, and as I said earlier, we are in association with Pez 2012 for October. So, for your chance to win a copy of the game, send your answers to the opening question yeah. every week for the uh, month of October, and we'll pick out the best ones. Yeah, yeah. send them to Shaw at the Football Ramble. And the funniest com. ones will will win a copy of the game either on the Xbox 360 or PS3. Please um, specify. Yeah. Mm. How about that? Mm. Now then, uh, Spurs two, Arsenal one. Jim, I come to you first for this. Yeah, it was, it was an oddly flat game by the standards of that derby. I thought it didn't have this sort of usual um, kind zing. of rough and tumble. And, mm. Yeah, exactly. There's a zing and zip about it. But it was a for, again a frustrating performance from Arsenal. The sort of fluidity of passing that we've come to expect from them just seems to be gone, and it looks like it might just not be coming back. <laughs> it might not, not just be like a sort of a lack of form it's just that, that seems to have gone out of the game and the ball was given away so cheaply on so many occasions I'm gutted for Chesney as well because he made some really really good saves in that game and then to just let that one he's in, had a good season a, so far yeah, ridiculously he's had to have. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's right given yeah. how many goals Arsenal have conceded he's, he's made some really some genuinely yeah. world class saves this, this early on already and it, for him to just you know, flap at that as he did. It's like trying to slap it away. I mean, he saw it late and it moved an awful lot in the air, didn't it? Yeah, but he's got to be doing better with that. You know, he's probably probably scared that one of his defenders is going to hook for him. To be fair, (laughs) there's no point parrying this. (laughs) 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 Don't want to have to make a double save, do I? (laughs) Jim, what what did you think about? Coquelin instead of um, Frimpong did you think he didn't pick Frimpong because of his sort of temperament uh, possibly yeah I think that would be the thinking behind it I, th- I think Coquelin did well um, in the, the middle three were okay and to be fair to Glenn Hoddle he called it before the game he said they're going to have three in the middle Spurs may struggle and I think Arsenal did sort of control pa- patches of the game mm. but they just couldn't sort of capitalise mm. yeah I mean the, the period after Spurs scored the second they, they just sort of fell apart it's just that they kind of they panic a bit it seems like and the they rush it it seems like they, they don't think about the, the passes they're playing um, mm. you know properly and they, they just do them and then think about it afterwards and they've given the ball away it's just, possession was lost cheaply so many times Arsenal it's have just, got players out though that's, I mean, that's, yeah of course of course I, I yeah, think loads. both sides have got, got, got no, quite a few Jack Wilshere is going to be out for a long long time yeah. uh, Gary and Neville made a nice uh, interesting point when he was on the co-commentary <laughs> he said that when Arsenal were looking like you said they started to fall apart a little bit towards the end Neville was saying that he was a big believer or that he was always brought up at United to think or believe that you shouldn't change change your way of playing when we mentioned mm. it a few weeks ago about Barcelona they, mm. if they go a goal down or they're behind they don't change the way they play mm. and Neville was trying to impress that on Arsenal saying like, they shouldn't they should carry on going the way they go because yeah. they get a lot of the possession anyway yeah. um, but obviously it, it didn't work out for them yeah. it was a good hit by Walker though. Oh, well, goal, goal, absolutely yeah. Yeah, no, it was a very very good goal he had a, a great player he had a great yeah. game but I mean Jim do you think that you know Arsenal obviously not had the best of starts they go to Spurs hard place to go at the best of times um I mean, they've, I mean, they've lost two one. They've they've created chances. Probably should have gone in at half time. Certainly not down. Maybe even up. Mm. Um, it's only the type of goal that slightly unfortunate, as we say, with the um, the change of movement of the ball. It's not that bad. I know it's a North yeah. London derby, and of course it's disappointing. It, it wasn't like a humbling. Was yeah, it? I think um, it's it's, um, <laughs> it's come to something, hasn't it? Exactly. It really oh, has. Uh, yeah, no, because <laughs> I mean, you you, st- you fear that before every big game at the moment, the way things have gone. And obviously, you know, the, the United result was ridiculous, and that was because you know, as, as, as has been said before, like some of the players in that team were they just work in their bar at the Emirates. You know, they were so sort of like <laughs> decimated by injuries and stuff. But uh, so that is a bit of a kind of. A what about Van der Vaart's goal? Though? Did you think I, I thought that was a, probably a touch handball about that? Yeah, but it's so much. 
marginal, isn't it? That you can't really be angry about that. Like, you see, you see them giving, you see them not giving. I think it maybe would have been a little harsh on Van der Vaart because it did seem to sort of hit the kind of the top of his almost his armpit. You know, it's, mm, it's as demonstrated by you there. Yeah. Did Glenn Hoddle say if he didn't have a left arm, he's not scoring that? Or someone said that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Odd thing to say. Irrelevant. Yeah. Probably he'd wouldn't have gone un- so far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'd be unbalanced. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it wasn't the only derby going on on the weekend. Everton nil, Liverpool two. Harsh sending off on Rodwell. Do we oh, think? very much. So, he sends yeah. off a lot of players. Martin Atkinson. I, mean, I, I, I don't think that's a, 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 a sort of excuse to have a pop at him. He did fly in a, in a stupid area. Like there was no reason for him to go in with quite so much gusto. You know, he wasn't. He the ref wasn't was right on top of it though, Pete. Mm. Yes, yeah, but and his studs weren't up. I know what you mean, Pete. I, I just it think just seemed like a very strong ta- challenge for what was basically the centre circle, as I recall. It, it wasn't that far out of the centre circle, but he, was it? He was close. No, he yeah. won the ball very cleanly. I, I didn't think that was a sending off at all. No, no I didn't. Suarez, well, Suarez didn't look to make a meal of it though. So certainly, if that was it. <laughs> <laughs> certainly, <laughs> yeah, certainly right. if that was uh, a red card, Fellaini did exactly the same thing two minutes later, well, and the, the ref couldn't do any. Like the mm. ref didn't do anything; they didn't get a yellow. It was just seemed really no. weird. Well, if a, anything, that was a worse challenge. It was definitely. That's worse the trouble yeah. when the referee makes such a decision, then uh, all the other decisions are yeah. come under heavy scrutiny. He was scared to give anything else. I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed Suarez's uh, post match um, interview where he looked. Like <laughs> he was sweating and he looked worried and he genuinely <laughs> looked like somebody like had a gun caught. off. Yeah, it was like a prophecy. I'm sorry for what I've done. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he, speaks, like, he speaks good English, doesn't he? Sorry, yeah, he's no. working on it. He's, yeah, uh, yeah. He's got, um, uh, as is Andy Carroll. Well worth the um, 35 million. <laughs> yeah, he speaks good English as well. Oh, the English. <laughs> yeah. uh, looked, well worth looked, 35 million. He looked up for the match. He looked. Yeah. Uh, didn't he? He has gone he? some way towards paying <laughs> off his transfer <laughs> fee with yeah. that gold mark. That's what I was looking for. He is. He pulled away from Disto really nicely though. Smart little move. He did, and and but the. Problem with it was this time was 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 a lot to blame because it ended up with a situation where the ball came over from the left and um, Carroll was being marked by Baines. Mm-hmm. It's a mismatch. What's Distan doing getting drawn to the ball? Yeah. So I know it's a nice bit of movement from Carroll, but um, Distan should be a little bit cuter than that and should have been marking him more so tightly. Oh, it was a question. The, the Suarez goal was really strange. It was like he sort of pushed Baines and Distan over. It seemed yeah. it looked like <laughs> almost he had it like. Like his superpower, if he touched someone, they would immediately become slapstick. Yeah. <laughs> it's really odd. It's clever, clever play. Probably left. Yeah, I think the masseuse at Arsenal's uh, got that. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, and that wasn't the only derby that happened on the weekend. <laughs> a Lancashire hot pot of a derby. <laughs> it was the West London derby between Fulham and, oh. and QPR. I thought it was Blackburn Man City. That's a derby, isn't it? it mm, mm. Depending on how far away from the earth you are. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say, yeah. In relative terms, it's from often, a distance, it's often, used, looks blue and green. It's often using correctly that term, isn't it? Because a derby, the dictionary definition of a derby yeah. is uh, an unusually fiercely competitive game. Oh, you, right. you guys mean you guys mean local derby, which is slightly different. I always mean local derby, yeah. Luke. Yeah. Um, I mean Terence Trent derby. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A lot uh, of passion. <laughs> what about Fulham? <laughs> mate? What about those Fulhams? Yeah, yeah. I've seen the game, but they they, they took QPR out of the cleans, and QPR are a sort of uh, a strangely inconsistent side at the moment. They are. I mean, I've seen them play once or twice this season um, particularly the Wolves game they played very well Barton was excellent and mm. um, but against again they're, they're, and they've, they've completely capitulated against QPR today mm. Andy Johnson actually. sorry against Fulham not against QPR because they are QPR mm. <laughs> yeah. well they're their own worst enemies Johnson <laughs> yeah. five goals in uh, two games because he's got a couple in the uh, Europa League did you see a second in the Europa League 
What a touch mm. Burkamp esque to, to, oh, Seriously I don't think you've got enough pros for that we, and, In the uh, Premier League we have, got, we have got some firing strikers It's fair to say <laughs> Andy Johnson's just one of those players If he can stay fit yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's, no, there's no end to where, where he can go Because can you remember mm. when he was on the I mean I think, I think he did play for England well, a few it, times it, But he got farmed out wide well, lot, it, didn't well, he? It, I was thinking about that It's funny Only a few years ago He started up front for England Away in Israel In an important qualifier It's quite yeah. crazy yeah. to think was he not, Did he not spend an awful lot of his The, the, the sort of little England time he got out wide and stuff though it, Yeah he did sort of treated quite badly yeah, it was, it, it, it was kind of used to his pace out there wasn't it which just beggars belief it's like why would you pick a player to not play just in their position pick a pacey wide man yeah. <laughs> there's loads talking oh, <laughs> to Pierce people are talking about uh, Agbon Lahar for the England team once again I, I mean, love I love the fact that Agbon Lahar is now playing really well again because he's with the manager who doesn't ask him to do anything complicated Julio's <laughs> 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 is clearly a tactically astute man yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably comes up with all these different tactical diagrams and Agbon Lahar hasn't got a clue what's mm. happening like last season he got about three goals didn't mm. he now Alex McLeish has probably said get yourself on there and run around about <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's just like, get your head down with the ball yeah. well, apparently <laughs> a big part of the reason Joe Cole was sold by Chelsea uh, was because he just couldn't understand Angelotti's tactics <laughs> really? he'd tell him to do stuff and he just c- he couldn't do it he just didn't get it Gerard did that but just sort of did what he wanted yeah. <laughs> he didn't, I, I can't understand you so I'm going to do what I want <laughs> Engli- <laughs> English footballers <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. but it really is a case of that here yeah. we go here we go, go on. Javier Agbon Lahar oh when he screws his face up, Rupert Fryer. Oh, R- Ramble, Ramble Blogger? Yeah, Ramble Fryer. Blogger, Rupert Fryer for South American Football. I don't think Rupert Fryer will be happy with that. I hope, no, I I hope he's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> you look like well, a screwed up Rupert Ru- Ru- doesn't follow uh, yeah. tactical instructions, does he? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Only joking, Rupert. We love you, man. Uh, yes, Manchester City beat Blackburn 4 0 away. Come on, we're Tevez Saga. What do we all reckon? Um, I think I think he should have to strip, right? <laughs> <laughs> should he have to rot like um, Mr. McQueen said the other day on Sky Sports? Here's what here's what I think. I think he did it on purpose. I think he staged mm. it and did it on purpose because there's no uh, end of ways he could have got out of not playing that game. He didn't have to travel all the way to Munich if he didn't want to. He could have said he was injured. He could have said he felt like he had a little knock or something. He wouldn't have had to play. He could have said to the, to, to Mancini at any point, "Look, yeah. I've got a strain. I can't play." But he didn't. He made it a real set piece thing and tried to force Mancini's hand yeah. and to, to make this all blow up to what it was he embarrassed Mancini which is oh, just, just terrible but, to put him in that he's in come that out of it quite well though Mancini yeah. though hasn't he oh, of course yeah with he the full so support strong. of his fans and stuff not only has he embarrassed him he's actually set out to embarrass him on purpose and it's yeah. a disgrace it is but then, but then I mean we've got to say at the time obviously this is a, a alleged um, <laughs> yeah. sort of uh, <laughs> yes yeah. like, <laughs> it's, it's very hard to sort of prove one way or the other but there is somebody did make the point that Mancini's son did the exact same thing <laughs> and he was not punished at, at, at pre-season so. Paul Scholes did it as well Paul Scott yeah. did it back in 2001 yeah but not from the bench though yeah no but he refused to travel to, is, for a League is, Cup game it is funny though and I think you, you tweeted this Luke didn't you that the, the Paul Scholes article to look back on it from 10 years ago it was all oh, Scholes it's relations between Alex Ferguson and Scholes are really strained now with Juventus looking the likely to sign and him and all this it describes a situation you can't even fathom yeah. Yeah. talk about him going on loan to Sunderland in that article <laughs> <as well. laughs> no yeah. disrespect to Sunderland of course but I'll tell you what was well, great Bruce wasn't there for one <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> on, goals, on goals on Sunday um, this weekend just gone the um, Ginola was on it Oh, and, I know you're and um, he said they asked him about it and he said well when I played at Villa under Gregory I was hugely disappointed with um, the comments that Gregory made in the press about me being overweight oh I remember uh, that yeah and um, but he said I, I didn't want to go I didn't want to play and he kept putting him on the bench because I was 34 or however old he was 
and um, he came on he did he scored against Man City that's right. absolute bullet and he yep. ripped his shirt yep. off yep. and yep. he's yep. absolutely yeah. ripped yeah. Yeah. and I was thinking Gregory are you out of your mind <laughs> yeah. well he was of course but yeah he, he gave it the, you the, fat the, bitch the, <laughs> he, was, he was complete six pack oh, yeah. it was it fully ripped immaculate yeah. immaculate yeah. Yeah. and he flexed the guns as well in celebration yeah. over mm. towards him I think yeah. Yeah. that was glorious yeah. absolutely glorious so what, what do you guys foresee happening with the Tevez saga because um, I mean there's so many different sort of potential things that can happen everyone's thinking sort of knockdown price sale January uh, they can't really just stick him in the reserves and let him rot there because he's got something in his contract that means he yeah. needs to be considered for I think everyone has, I, think, I think everyone has under the sort of terms of a PFA mm. sort of agreement yeah. or something forget and forgive no you can't do that come on that's what you said about Barton <laughs> what happened he'll be, he'll be shipped out but the thing is where what does Barton think about it is Barton popped <laughs> up you, I, mean, so, yeah. I think they'll take a, a heavy cut as you say in January but you, you don't even need to disclose things nowadays you can just put it as undisclosed to mm. pretend that you yeah that's true they, should, they should have taken a hit on him and just taken the loss and got rid of him now yeah. obviously mm. uh, it'd be interesting sorry to see if he uh, if he accepts the wage cut that he'll have to take because that seems to have been an issue before as well but yeah. Jim the point is he doesn't the, the irony or if it's irony or not I'm not sure but he doesn't he doesn't um he doesn't re seem to realise that the way he behaves is impeding him mm. chance of getting another move. Absolutely. Yeah. Because people are going to go, well, I'm not going to pay for that. For, you know, what's, what's but surely contractually, you, you sort of saying, if he's on the bench, he should be able to play. So presumably, if he's happy to sit on the bench, contractually, he's broken his contract by not coming on to play exactly, football. Exactly, yeah. So surely, maybe they could just his conduct or something. Yeah, surely yeah. they couldn't just tear it's his funny conduct funny if, if you look at the history of Tevez, where he's been at various clubs, he's fallen out pretty much everywhere. Oh, he's a dick. <laughs> he is he's a, he's a, he's a yeah. talented babyish <laughs> babyish diva Scarlett. I mean he's been the same in the Argentinian national side he's like always right. angry to not get ahead over yeah, but he's very popular amongst the Argentinian people they well, seem like, so so like a man of the people don't some they? of them do it's a bit like the Maradona situation I think that you're more the guys in the um, I forget the Argentinian word for favelas but the ba uh, Barrios the Barrios mm. thank you the, those kind of guys they look at Tevez and go yeah yeah he's kind of one of us and all the rest of it but you're more perhaps Learned football fans just think that nah, sod you, and in the same way they, they thought that of Maradona as the appointment there. Skull said something interesting. Speaking of him, he said he had, gave an interview with Paul Hayward on the Observer at the weekend. That's he right, said yeah. that um, he felt that Mancini was messing Tevez around. Yeah, that I Tevez that was, was top scorer last season. He deserved to be in the. He deserved to be in the team, no matter how difficult he was and stuff. But I mean. Part of the reason they signed Aguero, I don't care what they say about how they wanted to sign him anyway, was because it, it, clearly they thought Tevez was going to go. So yeah. they needed to yeah. have him in there for the, that possible eventuality. Yeah. And Tevez, you know, he's, he made all that noise. Aguero's there. Aguero's playing really well. He's a better player than him. Yeah. And he gets in the Argentinian national side ahead of him as well, which Tevez has also kicked off about before. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's just, you know, tough shit, basically. <laughs> it's bad luck, pal. Yeah. Yeah. You never were a manager, Jimbo, and that is a regret for all of us. Um, Jimbo's more of a tactician, not a man-man. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, just to end on that, I did find it funny. Obviously, Ferguson came in support of Mancini. Maradona said Ferguson shouldn't be commenting on the issue. <laughs> yeah. what, what are you doing commenting <laughs> yeah, on the issue? Yeah. Is what I'd yeah. like to know. You should, yeah. You know about this. <laughs> you shouldn't be kicking kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and all other things that you've done in, throughout life at various stages. Uh, United did beat Norwich City two 0 Norwich City had the chances. Oh, yeah. I, felt, I felt bad for them. I mean, every time I see them play this season, saw the um, saw a big part of the United game and saw the um, game they played against Chelsea as well. I didn't play too bad. They're doing no. like, they've, they've got a couple of wins under their belt though. That's right. They're doing alright yeah. But they, they're so unlucky and, and it's a huge cliche But a lot of these cliches are based in truth You've got to take your chances oh. they, they had chances against United at 
at Old Trafford and it's the worst I've seen United play this season mm. and they were there for the taking they really were yeah, yeah. I mean United it's like the mask has slipped a bit the, the, the game against Basel it's just mm. where did that come from but they couldn't keep up the intensity of performance they've been doing so far it's no, you, um, Valencia's not a right back is it? <laughs> no, that's an odd one <laughs> we've certainly found that out haven't we I tweeted that how long is it going to take Ferguson to realise that Valencia's not a right back and everyone tweeted oh there's no one else to play there there's no one else to play Go there back three, then. so I tweeted back <laughs> Libero <laughs> Get your back three in there. You know, Get big Phil Jones playing libero. Yeah, we, well, we've, we've championed that position really to all that that uh, defensive lineup. Certainly, um, I did quite like Norwich's goalkeeping choices that day. Uh, their first choice goalkeeper, Ruddy, yeah. on the bench, Rudd. Yeah. Yeah. John Ruddy and Declan Rudd. <laughs> there you go. Uh, sticking with goalkeepers, David. Their De third Hay. choice oh, keeper sorry. is called uh, Ra. I wish it was <laughs> um, uh, David De Gea was caught stealing a Krispy Kreme donut in a Tesco's in Altrincham. He's the king of donuts though to be fair yeah, they yeah, are the yeah, best yeah, donuts yeah, really yeah, good yeah, but he d- d- doesn't need to steal I don't know why celebrities do that Winona Ryder Adam Ricketts yeah. don't worry everyone that's confirmed <laughs> in the newspapers I don't check but I mean like, like and, and yeah. he's the most conspicuous gigantic man yeah. <laughs> you'd be able to see him eat, sho- shoving that into his mouth over the bloody count over the, mm. over the yeah. You know, shelves and well, stuff. Well, actually, it was in the magazine aisle. Over yeah. the oh, was it in the magazine aisle? Yeah. Oh, don't get donut on the magazines, David De Gea. <laughs> <laughs> you big yeah. idiot. He's been given a caution. Yeah. And so, rightly so. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we make an example of? He should uh, be eating donuts, to be yeah. fair. Yeah. <laughs> he, is, he is a bloody donut. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> like, I bet Ferguson will batter him. No, it doesn't no, work. It, doesn't it work. does work. It's made, made of batter donuts. Oh, come Jim, on. come on. It's tenuous. Okay, I'll take yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's more than I expected. <laughs> uh, uh, right then, uh, it's something completely different, but still staying in the Premier League. Andre is uh, Vias Boas. Uh, not just a Premier League manager. He owns five motorbikes. Well, it's and, not a job, uh, is it? He, uh, well, five motorbike owner. You didn't let me finish. <laughs> uh, he absolutely loves it. He says, "I have a bit of a crazy head, so I like enduro." Bikes. Uh, he goes to the mountains with the big rocks and almost kill myself. He said, "Surely a mountain is just a big rock." Well, is that a direct quote? It is, yeah. Um, and wow, he's, uh, he's he hopes, this, he hopes he? to do the Dakar trek. Now that was originally France to Senegal. What a journey that yeah. is! Yeah. Up until 2009, but now it is in South America, from Peru through the Atacama Desert in Chile into Argentina. A little bit of that, wouldn't you, Mark? Well, I did it, but over about three weeks. <laughs> not, not on a motorbike. <laughs> yeah, I let someone else do the driving. <laughs> yeah. A lot of elevation. You wouldn't get much. Uh, do you like that, Andrew? Oxygen. Up yeah, there. Abramovich yeah. would be like thinking, right? If, if the uh, if the results go south, I know I can stage this. <laughs> 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 like motorbikes, you say. I'll come on for you. <laughs> hey, I've got this new petrol. It is very flammable. Yeah. But oh, very cheers. Yeah, I'll just check the brakes. No point. Yeah. <laughs> no point. They work perfectly. Do it when you get to Chile. You won't need them. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> Best testing when you're doing a lot of speed. Mm. <laughs> uh, into the championship we go. Uh, Vicente got his first for Brighton away at Ipswich, but they lost 3 1. Mm. Great hit as well with his right peg. It's always going to be a great hit from that man. Chopra scoring too. Yeah, the great, the great thing about Chopper is he gambles on the last man and oh, yeah. the horses and uh, <laughs> the greyhounds. He'll gamble on anything. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, has yeah. got a problem with gambling. Did he, yeah. he stand on the shoulder of the defender and go, I'll bet you a tenner, I'll bet you a <laughs> <laughs> It's not how it works. <laughs> betting, but what are you doing, Chopper? I'm betting in play now. Yeah. Mm. Thank in, you. In his mind, there's just a big Ray Winston head floating around. <laughs> him going, that's go on, hey, go on. That's so weird to have it because he, Ray yeah. Winston's head pops up. All right, lads. All right. Do you fancy a bit of in-play action? I'm not sure what you mean by that, Ray <laughs> you got a big, you big head. Yeah. What can no one else see? <laughs> <laughs> I think I've had a funny paint. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair to Vicente, I've not seen him score an awful lot of his right peg. It means he, is he more two footed than I realise, or something? Uh, he's or trying to prove that. Suggesting. Suggesting. 
He's out, he's out um, to impress you, Luke. I mean, Ipswich, <laughs> after a sort of dodgy start, do you remember they got absolutely destroyed 7-1 by Peterborough and they lost 5-2 at home to Southampton as well? Yeah. But the last few games have done all right. They've done 10 points out of 12 or something mm. now. It takes a while for the um, the aroma of Keane, Roy Keane, to leave here. <laughs> mm. you know, um, I still think Keane's taking a bit of credit. It's the fear <laughs> factor. It's the fear factor. <laughs> uh, or the factor of having to watch the Paul Jewell sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it's, it on. It, it's been a while since that's uh, got Too long, some would say. well, yeah. Uh, Whenever t- teams are playing a Paul Jewell team, they should they should have to watch that before the game, <laughs> yeah. just, just so they can on the big screen. Laugh at it. On the yeah. big screen, <laughs> <laughs> this is what you're up against. Uh, one of the highlights yeah, from a BMW. The, <laughs> <laughs> one of the highlights from the championship for me: uh, Blackpool five, Bristol City nil. Shelby, who I think's online from Liverpool, yeah, 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 John, uh, yeah, yeah. like a 45 yard free kick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, the keeper will be obviously disappointed, and it, it didn't. It wasn't quite sort of Juninho Pernambucano. But yeah. still, decent strike. To be but, fair, though, they had that lot. So they, they, uh, Jilks, he's not a championship goalkeeper. He should be playing at a yeah. much higher level. And mm. he's definitely England's loss, and Scotland done really well to sort of yeah, steal yeah. him, even though he's not Scottish in the slightest. But, <laughs> um, matter I love that keeper. I love that keeper. He's decent. Blackpool have been good. They, they were unlucky against Portsmouth. They, got, they, yep. they should have beaten Portsmouth at Fratton Park, yeah. and they're undone by a last minute goal. Good goal as well. Yeah. But um, Shelby's a good player. I mean, yep. he's, he's, he's only missing out playing at Liverpool. Because remember they signed him from Charlton. He's really yeah. highly rated. He's only he's only missing out because they've signed so many players. Mm. And don't forget, he also once got his penis out on Twitter. <laughs> did he really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Silly oh. move. Yeah, you'll regret that. Mm. Yeah, I did in later life. With people like us around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's go to League One, where Huddersfield beat Brentford four 0 away. Now gone thirty six games unbeaten, which is in the, the league. football. Yeah, in the league, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, which is the Football League's longest ever unbeaten run. Lee Clark at the helm there. Lee Clark's done that before, though. He's, he's a handsome he's, man, uh, Lee Clark. His, his, um, his ratio is 157 matches, 36 losses. That's wow. brilliant. That's that an is. excellent ratio. I mean, it's, it's, he, he's won 78, so it's around about half half the matches he's won. But That's I mean, really good, though. He's a, he's a really, really good manager. He's, he sounds like an idiot. But he's consistently been my favourite Newcastle player. When's he going to get? And he's just. When's he going to get the job? He will. He will be Newcastle manager in the future. I yeah. guarantee it because he's doing so well. He's done so well. He's brought in great people as well behind him. And you know that would be great. Get the Cockney yeah. Mafia out. <laughs> get Lee Clark in. Well, Lee Clark. To be fair to Newcastle, they're doing all right. Yeah, oh, they, they are. are. Yeah. Actually, fact, they've yeah. got quite an uh, unbeaten run, haven't they? They're doing. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Not, they've not, not really played team. anyone good yet, have they? No, we have got Spurs next, and then but then we mid by mid November, I think we got Chelsea, but. Other than that, the only results I can think of of note have been the Tyne's derby, Tyne derby, sorry, and yeah. um, the game against Arsenal. We've been playing well, we've been defending well, and but we nearly we nearly chucked it away um, against Mick McCarthy. But um, yeah, we've been doing mm. well. It's all down to um, our midfield pairing of uh, Tiote and Kabai. Yeah, Kabai's mm. been a and Bar's doing his bit, isn't he? Mm. Bar's doing his bit, yeah. 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 I saw him yeah. interviewed on um, Football Focus the other day, and um, he was just talking a lot. About uh, his time at Newcastle, how much he's enjoying it, and uh, the, it, the guy interviewing him said to him, uh, so, "So, have you have you learnt any Geordie?" And he just went, "What is this?" <laughs> <laughs> what is really this? Really made me laugh. <laughs> the um, the interview went, "Oh, you have." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and speaking of uh, speaking of uh, New- Newcastle, obviously. Um, uh, Sammy Amiobi we've uh, oh, yeah. gone through his tweets before the, oh, yeah. we, there was a notable one yesterday or I think it might have been this morning um, <laughs> <laughs> where he says uh, I'm trying to read my book and somebody next door is playing some loud classical music and then about two <laughs> and then about two minutes later it was a radio in a cupboard <laughs> <laughs> Raises so many questions. Firstly, I'm sure he was really colouring in that. Bit. <laughs> but then he was. Then he blamed Bar. He said, "Me and Bar were really confused. I oh, don't bring Denver Bar in." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love him. I yeah. bloody love him. So, so what, was it in his own cupboard? 
Yeah, it was <laughs> all covered in. Who turned it on? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Denver Bar? Best oh. not ask. Best not ask. Oh. Uh, right, uh, we, we were in League One, and we're going to just finish up there by saying Charlton, um, who are top. Uh, good away win at Sheffield United. They're going really well under uh, Chris Powell, former player, of course. It was nice to see at the end of that game, he had his team huddled around him on the pitch. And it looked as though he was giving them an absolute roast. But he wasn't. He was praising them for a great performance and just how well they've done uh, this season. And, and, you know, keep it going, lads, and a lot of encouragement. So, real yeah, good group I think Charlton, Charlton signed an awful lot of players, didn't they? And, and these Delmars are getting all working together so quickly, I think. Yeah, yeah. But they are, I mean, Charlton, are, you know, come on, they're a Premier League club a few, few yeah, of years Of course, ago. but they're, yeah. they're down there and Powell's yeah, no, been brought in. And he's, 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 it'll be a real slog to get him out of there as well. Yeah, so he's yeah. doing well. Yeah, no, doing very well. Uh, oh, now the SPL. Hearts 2, Celtic nil. Do my eyes deceive me, Pete? <laughs> no, they don't. Go on. Um, it, 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 well, no, d- let's not be silly. I don't think Hearts are going to win the league. But uh, well, what are we doing here then? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You just ruined one of my favourite parts of coming. Yeah. Hot, stinky room every week. Yeah. <laughs> um, Say your thing about the Gorgie boy. Hang on a minute. All right. Uh, Chris Commons was sent off, but Hearts were still one 0 up then. But um, even if Celtic win the game, and they'll still be seven points adrift of Rangers. So it's a race for second place with Motherwell leading the way, boys. <laughs> okay. I do fancy the magnificent Goggy Boy. <laughs> Everyone had uh, all their eyes on Fife against Four Far, didn't they? Because they were oh, like, three yeah. all. They were three all, were they? It was, was four it? three in the end. Oh, four three in, yeah. Four Far four East Five three. I think. <laughs> nice. Doesn't get much bigger than that in no. um, that particular part. I think of I've the got world. that right. Apologies if I haven't. Yeah. Are we ready to move on to La Liga? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sergio Canales scored his first for yeah. Valencia in a one 0 mm. win uh, against Granada. Lovely strike. He's going away from goal and sort of whipped it. Yeah. Into the bottom he corner, swept it in. Can Rass- you remember? Yeah, it was can you remember how disappointed we were when he signed from Racing? Because um, to we, Real Madrid, yeah, we really wanted him to, to sort of stay there for another year. Yeah. There was talk of him loaning them back for another year. Mm. Right, right. Um, we wanted to go to somewhere where he would play a lot because he's obviously a great talent. So it's good that he's gone loan somewhere he's getting games. But yeah. is it odd though? That, but is it odd that Madrid have loaned him to one of their rivals? I don't think you know Madrid have got one rival realistically. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I don't. Th- I really think the sort of the gap between them, the, the, you know, the top two and the rest is that big that they can do that. Levante. Mm. The two big Levante and Betis. Levante are top now. They yeah. beat Betis away one 0 didn't they? Yeah. Well, I tell you what. One of the games of the weekend for me, Malaga Getafe. Yeah. 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 D- uh, d- unbelievable. Right. Getafe. Pedro Leon for them scored a peach. Yeah. It He's on loan from Madrid as well. Oh, there you go. Yeah. 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 Chest and volley. It was beautiful stuff, and that was should have been the goal of the weekend. It wasn't even the goal of the game. Enter the beast. Yeah. <laughs> Enter Arsenal Hall of Famer. <laughs> Julio the beast. I miss that, that guy. I wish oh. he'd whip his shirt off yeah. and see what is going on under there. Yeah. Well, anyway, Ru- Ru- Are you wearing a barrel? <laughs> <laughs> Rude Van Nistelrooy equalised and then Getafe went ahead and then uh, Malaga equalised on the 88th and then a ridiculous overhead kick into the top corner from the beast. Yeah. How long did he hang in the air and just whip his other leg? It yeah. was, it was, it was, it was a, a clockwork. Victory- De- definition of technique. Yeah, I, I would just so love good. like sort of it cut to the car park and there is a um, a, a <laughs> cup full of water like a Jurassic Park and you just see it sort of shake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the eighth minute. It's coming. It's coming. It's yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah. It was it was, <laughs> it was unbelievable. Um, uh, oh, and then the celebratory uh, pylon ensued with the oh, subs. He, and all. he can yeah. take it. Yeah. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> everyone got involved. How good was it? Yeah, that was, you, they are the moments in football that you have to cherish the most. Yeah, let me tell you. Baptiste. It was also his thirtieth birthday. As well, and he'd just become a father, um, and it, it's all happening. Yeah. It's all happening mm. for the big one. What a weekend for him. Good on him. Um, now, there was a slight surprise on Friday, last Friday, uh, in Madrid, as the Real Madrid players went to training. They thought it was training as usual, but instead Jose and co had put on a barbecue for the players. 
<laughs> it was done so the players could kind of mingle, get to know each other, and grow closer. They just shouldn't know each other by now. Yeah. <laughs> it's so odd. It's, de- it's like they're taking the piss out of the rest of the league. Yeah, <laughs> you, posting all these po- like pictures on Twitter and going, "Ah, we don't even have to train anymore." <laughs> One, yeah. two, barbecue with Real Madrid, Dan Mourinho. Two, the players tweeted, "Ah, really hard day today at the club, uh, eating loads of meat." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I tell you who love a barbecue: the Uruguay national team. Yeah, oh, they yeah, love a yeah. Remember that shot of them? Uh, one in there. How big yeah. was the barbecue? Yeah, it was huge. Absolute yeah. class. And yeah. that was uh, the beef on the grill, wasn't it? Yeah. Beef Maradona. on the grill at the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right then, off to Serie A. Inter nil, Napoli three. Mm. Inter down to ten men. Joel Obi was sent off for Inter. Ranieri sent to the stands at half time for uh, complaining too much to the ref. Yeah, he chipped off after the game as well. Said, um, <laughs> so he, he sort of like sort of tried to stop him for that. He sort of went, the referees had a bad night tonight. Uh, I am just saying this to, to let him know. <laughs> or something like that, anyway. <laughs> He didn't, quite commit, he didn't quite commit <laughs> to the uh, rant t- yeah. Tinkering with his own opinion yeah, no. he, was, yeah. <laughs> he was He was correct to moan though Because um, Campagnaro Who put the rebound in from the penalty um, there was He was already inside the box Mind you as yeah. were a couple yeah, of Yeah he encroached but so did the interplay Well yeah, yeah. But still it, it wasn't a penalty either It was outside the box the foul Yeah can you imagine Ranieri at a barbecue though? Like he's just constantly sort of moving the sort of the, the beef and like, get off Ranieri! He's <laughs> yeah. not, not going to cook otherwise. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Leave it where Stop it is. Flipping it. Stop. Um, I think we need more lighter fuel. Get away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Napoli going really well. Um, their coach Walter Mazzari uh, turned fifty on Saturday. He thanked his players and said, "It's a beautiful present the boys have given me." Oh, what a oh. nice man! Did you see his jacket in the, when they played against Man City? Yeah, I didn't Flashy like it. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, elsewhere in Italy, Milan president. And Italian Prime Minister it's always uh, worth remembering Silvio Berlusconi said this about his Milan team this season we will win everything we are stronger than Barcelona not in the same league so yeah, yeah exactly. well, cannot win the Liga <laughs> he, he needs to know hopefully that. by then you'll be in prison yeah. <laughs> he'll have a nice cell to be fair yeah. he'll, have, he'll have telly I'll build on my own prison like Pablo Escobar yeah. <laughs> that's right um, uh, now in uh, Russia the club we keep on going on about Angie have appointed Roberto Carlos as player coach don't see that <laughs> anymore do you no, no. We, we, yeah, I've said that before um, I bet he's put on some heft surely mm. he, will, he's, he looked like he was Last time I saw him, he looked all right. Yeah, I, mean, right. I don't think he's going through the most strenuous of training regimes, no, but he looks all right. I worry yeah. for his big fat legs. Yeah, he's <laughs> just going to turn to fat. Yeah, he's going to look like bloody Beyonce. Yeah. He's going to look like the Michelin Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, now he was saying that they've been talking about um, certain players they want to bring in, and Carlos said that uh, he's been talking to the owner. The names of Lampard, Gerard, and Robert Perez. <laughs> Two out of three won't go. <laughs> I'm yeah, yeah, you that. Yeah. Why Perez in there? Yeah, a good player he was, but uh, <laughs> not uh, not in the same bracket, perhaps. Mm. And then uh, of course Capello, Hiddink, Luxembourgo, and Scolari. What's players? As always, you've got to have. A, you've got to have. I a still call. fancy Capello in the middle of the park. Yeah, big time. <laughs> yeah, and Ancelotti. That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, it certainly would be something, wouldn't it? Now uh, Adidas. Have released the boot with a brain. Have we seen this, Scary. gentlemen? Yes, it's my Adidas, my coach, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, there's a, a speed cell chip placed uh, in the boot, which kind of uh, it can measure key performance metrics like speed and distance, um, uh, number of sprints, uh, all that kind of stuff. You know that uh, often uh, players have cameras set aside to them. Yeah. Yeah. The clubs use that kind of data, don't they? Well, you, you can buy them yourself, and you can compare yourself to the pros. I mean, which, you can't. Yeah, but you can't really do like passes. Comp- Completed and stuff, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why you'd want to do that because it would no. just it would just reinforce the gulf. 
Yeah. 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 Would, it would be the most discouraging thing for a young player. It's like the sort of flash footballers equivalent of you know when rappers have like a telly in the boot of their car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just unnecessary. Yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. If you're going to put someone in there, you probably don't want them to have a lot of comfort. No, no. Well, it depends what you put on. Yeah, something horrible. I've often thought when you see players like when they get subbed off or whatever, and it says um, distance covered, sixteen kilometers or something. I think if I got subbed off and I had my stats, there's no way I'd be anywhere. Probably three <laughs> kilometers <laughs> maximum. There was yeah. um, near um, Archway Tube Station. There is a bus stop, and uh, on this advert for cereal, some crazy person has written uh, in big. Big marker pen. Um, you, if you can put a, a microchip as big as a grain of rice inside the body, you've got to wonder where the voices are coming from. And I was thinking, you wrote that when you saw a cereal poster. <laughs> like, that's never angered me enough. No. So, right! Uh, yeah. The people wow. in North London. People in North London. Speaking of anger, the, 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 um, did you see the amount of stick that um, Suarez was getting taking corners for Liverpool or Everton? Wait, he's got yeah. a lot of things thrown yeah. him when he's Bellamy as well, wasn't it? Yeah, getting all sorts of stuff thrown. How is that allowed? Yeah. Throwing pa- plastic it bottles at it people. It didn't seem to happen at the White Hart Lane, though. No. When, when, the, when Van Persie was taking corn, people were shouting, but they weren't throwing The people of North London again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now it's time for going for gold. It is time for glowing oh, for good. gold. Glowing for gold? <laughs> You're going to glow. Going for, going for gold. Gold. Jimbo's in the lead, isn't he? Oh, he is. Mm. Oh, he is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he is. Right. Well, this is going to test you. Someone, right. said, um, someone said on Twitter the other day to me that um, I don't like going for gold because it reveals you all for having much less knowledge than I thought. They <laughs> 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 even <laughs> listened. <laughs> yeah. Forget think. the previous yeah. four It's years. your fault for thinking I had that much knowledge, <laughs> not mine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I don't think you're as sexy anymore. Mm. It's not my fault. Mm. Right. Um, <laughs> your first clue, gentlemen. I scored my last goal at the age of 38. Stop. Paolo Maldini. <laughs> no. Oh. Seriously, that's my line. That's okay, sorry. I am chairman of the team I scored it for. Stop. Stop. I said it first. Uh, Niall Quinn? No. Oh! Not bad, not bad. <laughs> um, I have played in Brazil, Scotland, Spain, England and Australia. Ooh. So, say that again, please. please. I have... Oh. Ooh, this is new. Mm. <laughs> Can you repeat the clue, please? <laughs> I have played in Brazil, Scotland, Spain, England, and Australia. Hmm. No, I've not forgotten no. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm spent. Uh, I played more games for Big Phil Scolari's current team than any other. I have 49 caps for my country and five goals. The next two are key. <laughs> they better be because I'm struggling <laughs> again I'm sure the people at home won't be guessing this anytime soon I have won the World Cup and the League Cup <laughs> <laughs> I'm five foot five and a half stop Janino Janino oh, yes! oh, oh. get in there <laughs> the Scotland cl- that was really out. confused me. Yeah, yeah, yeah for Celtic, didn't he? Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. I was definitely. I, I was going to guess Niall Quinn as well when you guessed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So are we on three all now? We are indeed. Three, three, one, one. I'm having an absolute mess. It's <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> he don't know anything about football. Yeah, yeah. Uh, true. Actually, I, um, I did say it the first time you asked me if I wanted to do a podcast, <laughs> but, you, but you didn't listen. <laughs> Let's listen to the emails, though. Thank you for uh, for your email, lady. Thank you for your email, lady. <laughs> Pete's got the first one, have you, Pete? Have I? I think I have, yeah. There it is, over there. Oh, here it is, is my the totty one. Mm-hmm. Here, here it is, <laughs> mine is the totty one. Um, 
<laughs> this is from Darren Huckabee's barber, apparently. <laughs> I was wondering wow. when we were going to hear from him. And it's sent yeah. from his iPad. Ooh. Oh, look at you. Pathetic. Ooh, tablet. You know what yeah. I need a lot as a barber? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no expensive a gun. After Frick. going for gold. <laughs> <laughs> Ramblers, having listened to your podcast this evening, I can shed a bit of light on Totti's sense of humour. As I understand it, Totti had a reputation in Italy of being a bit of a divvy. Think of an Italian Jason McAteer, and you're apparently very close. Wow. I he don't is- think I want him to compare to McAteer, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he is also apparently a very stereotypical Roman, with a very thick, lampoonable Roman accent. I've heard that, yep. Therefore, his joke books are akin to a collection of Irish jokes, but are instead Totti jokes. I think that this format actually became a TV show at one stage or at least one was planned in which people were encouraged to ask themselves the question are you as stupid as Francesco Totti <laughs> come I, on it's hugely disrespectful Darren Huckabee's barber thank you for the information yeah, but cheers. I did not endorse it one he, bit he deserves a lot of credit for being able to laugh at himself and yeah, setting yeah. himself up and stuff but I mean come on have a bit of respect for yourself for that Francesco Totti you're all for it are you Jim yeah yeah I like it but you look a bit like a poor man's Totti actually similar colour hair I really don't before you think that could be correct it's not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now read your email I've got an email <laughs> and I'm going to read it greetings all <laughs> Hello, as well listeners uh, <laughs> whilst listening to some vintage rambles from days gone by in an attempt to get me through the Wednesday I decided it was time to dust off my tales of funny things heard at football grounds and thus resurrect an old ramble favourite all of these were overheard at Loftus Road during a pre-season friendly, friendly against Ajax in reaction to a misplaced pass a particularly rotund but strangely well spoken member of the crowd rose to his feet puffed out his chest and exclaimed not there you buffoon <laughs> <laughs> during said friendly uh, he also shouted at one of the flashy members of the Ajax team take your blue boots and go elsewhere <laughs> go elsewhere odd from the elderly gentleman next to me that always starts shouting before he's decided what he's going to say big knot you big dick <laughs> big knot you big dick mm. <laughs> alright uh, coming down uh, coming from a lad in front of me a young lad who uh, had to walk the tightrope between shouting at players and teams while avoiding swearing in front of his dad <laughs> Ipswich you bin bags bin bags <laughs> So it's just an insight into the into the bizarre world that is Loftus Road. That's from Alfie Hill. Thank you very Cheers much, Alfie. Alfie. Yeah, we should definitely resurrect the funny things heard at football grounds because it's mm. definitely good. Yeah. That's that's what brought us bring out the jelly. Yes, <laughs> yeah. we forget. Was that QPR? I think I was what thinking was that, that for bring out the jelly. What was that? And for? someone just shouted it randomly. Yeah, bring no, someone just shouted it randomly. Didn't yeah, yeah. But was he not referencing a player or something? I don't know. There's a bloke. There's, a, there's obviously a. You talking about John Parkin? <laughs> yeah. yeah. John Parkin, Parkin said it. <laughs> and he was getting subbed off. Clapped everyone off. Bring on the jelly. They got a big bath of it. Yeah. <laughs> QPR's well. a sombrero man as well, I remember. Oh, yeah. There's a lot goes on at QPR. It's one yeah. of my favourite grounds to visit. Yeah, it's class, <laughs> yeah. In the Premier League now, for crying out loud. Mm. <laughs> for a bit. Ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. Now then, it's... Uh, ooh, let's uh, start with a quote from former Italy international Roberto Gallia. He said, I played against Maradona. Platini and Baggio, but the one capable of the most incredible skills was Mike Simon. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known. I should have known. But you didn't. No, I should have. Uh, but the one <laughs> player capable of the most incredible skills was Mike Simon. Danny Tiato. Shut up! <laughs> 
That's the first punch on the rebel. Was Michael Loudrup. Michael Loudrup. I have some respect. Sorry, Michael. I apologise absolutely unreservedly. What a player. <laughs> what a player. Still, one of the players, although he's probably late 40s now, one of the players. He could still do it. Oh, brilliant. He'd be brilliant mm. now, even, yeah, so, yeah. even so, yeah. He'd, he'd stand in the centre circle in like a League Two game yep. and just knock it about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Owning the peak. The yeah. range of passing was satnav esque. Yeah. <laughs> now, oh, uh, speaking of satnavs, before, um, before you go into this, I really should tell you that um, I read a great story about Royston Drenter when he first signed for Real Madrid. Yeah. Um, he was given a brand new car with a sat right? <laughs> and he was driving down the road <laughs> this is a few years ago apparently yeah. he was driving down the road trying to get to his new place or going somewhere and the sat said turn right now so he just turned right straight away into a police car <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, he's not done anything too mental at Everton yet no, but yeah, it's no, going to no, happen it, yeah don't worry about that his middle name is Ricky yeah, as yeah. well. Royston, Royston Ricky Drenton. Sorry, I've sidetracked the profile. Apologies. You have. That's all right. Another apology from Luke Moore there. Um, now then, uh, he was. You can redeem yourself by doing a little mathematic equation. Well, it's hardly an equation. Uh, he was born on the fifteenth of June, nineteen sixty-four. Three years before the summer of love. Easy one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's what Laudrup does. He enables yeah. people to have a better time and it yeah. makes it easy for you. I actually agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Now then, uh, well, that was his birthday. Um, Michael Loudrup, from a very footballing family. Uh, obviously, his younger brother, Brian, went on to be a very good player, but his father, Finn Loudrup, was uh, a Danish international. Was his grandfather not a player as well? His uncle was uncle, uh, okay. a former player and coach, Ebbe Skovdal, who Aberdeen, Aberdeen fans will, will know well. Um, now, uh, Michael Loudrup, at the tender age of 13, he turned down the chance to go to the Ajax youth setup to hone his skills in his homeland. So already, he was uh, turning his a very young player indeed. Now, he made his senior debut for KB at the age of 17 and then moved to bigger club Bromby in 1982. He was voted Danish Player of the Year at 18. Um, and he was also third top goalscorer that season. Bearing in mind he was uh, a central midfield player. He's won some awards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's won some absolutely he, outrageous awards. He never awards. won the Ballon d'Or, which is no, such, a, such He a won the Don Ballon, the um, Spanish overseas player. Yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. As part of the Don Ballon, I think, yeah. yeah. One year. I mean, um, that, that country's not been massively blessed with players, Denmark, I think it's fair to say. They've had strong teams but they've not had such strong individuals as him yeah. he's unquestionably the greatest yeah. Danish player of all time yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I think so yeah. that's why he went abroad Pete yeah. um, uh, but before he did that he made his uh, in fact no, it wasn't before it was just after but he made his international debut around that time and two years later he played for Denmark at the Euro 84 championships um, now Juventus came in for him in uh, 83 but there was a two foreigner rule in Serie A so he was loaned straight away to Lazio you are too foreigner mate <laughs> get out <laughs> he did well there at Lazio before Returning to Turin to play for Juve uh, And for Juventus he won the league In his first year there uh, This was the same year, 1986 Where he had a great World Cup with Denmark In Mexico, scored a lovely one Against Uruguay in the first round mm. You've seen it, he did an individual goal He just, just glides through the defence And just the keeper just sort of dives out of his way and then he just mm. Incredibly graceful player yeah. like, what, The sort of player that looks like he's, he's not really touching the ground when he's running yeah, yeah, yeah. And he doesn't ever look like he's putting too much effort Never sweats yeah, he's, not, mm. he's never flashy for me he no. was just sort of, It's like a business like really really talented but He player. did amazing things but just in a really yeah, every, yeah. everyday sort of way yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he would d It sounds very very basic way of putting it But he'd just run around players And make yeah, it yeah. look like they weren't, the players themselves weren't <laughs> trying to tackle him yeah. It was really <laughs> <laughs> Every move was very necessary. You mentioned he went to um, um, to Juventus and they won Serie A straight away. It's a pattern. 
There's a pattern to that. <laughs> You'll come on to it. There it goes, trophy. Yeah. Well, uh, just staying uh, briefly with that lovely moment uh, against Uruguay when he scored, um, it inspired uh, Copenhagen Royal Opera soloist Guido Pavatalu uh, to write in his honour the Loudrup song. How did they know which Loudrup brother it was about? Well, I don't think Brian was on the scene at that time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Michael would have still been uh, a young player. Now, was it uh, as good as the ketchup song? <laughs> I'm willing to say yes without have, hearing it. They should have done like a really aggressive hip hop song <laughs> in the, the, the Michael Loud rap he's a royal opera soloist <laughs> the ketchup song's about Akin Fenwell <laughs> right we're going to press on um, he's a soloist <laughs> honestly uh, relevant because it was a solo goal um, they also beat the Germans in that group went through in first position but they were hammered by Spain in the second round but that was when the world really got a good old look at uh, Michael Laudrup now Michel Platini was the main man for Juventus at that time uh, he retired in 1987 and Laudrup was meant to be the man to fill his formidable boots and it didn't quite work out like that uh, it was always going to be very difficult of course but um, I, I don't think Laudrup quite fitted in perhaps to the system at uh, Juventus but interestingly enough Platini said this about Laudrup he said he was one of the greatest talents of all time he was the best player in the world during training but he never exploited all his qualities on the pitch um, Michael had everything apart from one thing he wasn't selfish enough yeah, so, some people also say I can't remember it was who said it but a manager famously said about him he's, he's him at 80% is better than anyone else on the pitch. I think it was Johan Cruyff. But I can't get him to play 100%. I can't get 100% out of him. I think him, it was Johan Cruyff. Yeah. I think him and Johan Cruyff, well, well, we'll move on to this, but um, obviously two huge characters, you know, yeah. especially um, big Johan. Yeah. But anyway, it was actually... Loudrop, Loudrop didn't... I mean, he got quite a few goals for, for, for a, ostensibly a sort of playmaker. Oh, he got loads of goals. But he loved a slip. Yeah. He loved a slip. Rather yeah. than a bit of a... Rather than a sort of 18, 20-yard strike, he'll have, a, he'll have a slip. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Now, um, some suggest that it was this unselfishness um, that he possessed... That Johan Cruyff who was the manager of Barcelona at the time liked about Laudrup he would fit into that Barcelona side the dream team of course it became yeah. to be known as he would sit in there quite nicely setting up the likes of Stoichkov in the pass and move uh, and so on and so forth Cruyff gave him a free role when he moved there in uh, the late 80s and, and Laudrup excelled in this and on the Barcelona website you can find this written about um, Michaelino Laudrup as they put it um, they said that he was the artist of the dream team a creative player of such elegance that it was often joked that he was the kind of player that could play in coat and Tails. Yeah. <laughs> that would be an interesting kit. Well, it would be an excellent kit. His yeah. change of direction was really good as well. He oh, yeah. changed on like a, on like a mm. you know like a ten pence. But he, he used to do that thing where he'd look one way and then pass the other oh, way. Yeah. You know? The old no look pass. You can't yeah. beat that. Mm. Was right. a real he, was, he was also a great finisher of moves. He'd start them and get on the end of them as well. Yeah. Uh, he scored a lot of one on ones. You know, but it, it would never miss. He would just yeah. glide through and, and, and slot quite nicely. Um, scored a lot of goals. Had a real uh, good hit on him. And, and, and what vision! Yeah, I'll the get man had. Incredible vision, yeah. Do yeah. you know what, as well? He, I mean, it was an absolute git for a classy assist. And yeah. that, you know that scooping pass that you often see Xavi play, mm. when he'll just scoop it over the defence and Messi will run in and score? Yeah. Um, and, and Fabregas has got on on the end of one or two this season. I, I, I swear they must have been influenced by, that, by oh, yeah, Michael Laudrup because yeah. that scooping pass, he did it against. He did it for Denmark against Nigeria in the 98 World Cup. I think it was Ebbing yeah. Sanders. Well, they got beat score. about 4-1, didn't they, or something? Denmark won 4-1. Yeah, yeah. And he, just the scoop over. And it's so hard to defend against. Yeah. So hard. Oh, you, absolutely you, incredible you, at that. I wouldn't surprise me if they were influenced by him, because like, you get the impression that a lot of Barcelona players are very well-versed in the history of the club and stuff. You know, yeah. yeah. Sort of well taught about it. Well, Andrew Sinesta says he's his favourite player. Blimey. So there you go. Yeah. There's an endorsement for you. Um, he was considered the finest passer of the ball um, in the world at the time, and Barca fans used to hang a banner up at the New Camp reading, Enjoy Loudrup. 
<laughs> Succinct. Yeah. Let's yeah. put that on this little terms of use when you can sell you a ticket. Yeah. 0.5, no smoking. 0.6, enjoy loud. <laughs> Please enjoy loud up responsibly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 93 goals in two, 288 games for Barca. Incredible for, uh, for a midfielder. Um, and yeah, I'm sure, he, as you say, he's influenced many um, Barcelona <coughs> midfielders currently playing with his playing style. Um, so a very important player, no doubt, in, in the club's history, a modern history. Uh, Jose Marie Becquero, do you remember him? Uh, who played, I love Becquero, yeah, yeah. Played nine years at Barcelona and was there for all of Laudrup's years at the club. Said, no one has given Barcelona as much inspiration as Michael. We all looked up to him. It is a privilege to have your day enriched by genius. <laughs> hey, I mean, he, he really is an all-time great. I think Laudrup's very, very underrated. Yeah, I remember it, yeah. it was just such a joy to watch. Mm. Mm. He won four La Ligas uh, for, for Barcelona in, in the, the years he was there. It was always a trophy. Didn't they win four in a row? Actually? They won four in a row. Yeah. So, yeah. And they hadn't won many. Hadn't won for one for a while. Madrid right, yeah. were bossing it before. This then. was Cruyff's dream team. You yeah. know, he was he was arguably the heartbeat of that side. He won a Copa del Rey and the European Cup in 1992 at Wembley. At Wembley yeah. against uh, Sampdoria. Sampdoria. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 92 was a funny year for him. He missed out on the European Championship win with uh, with, with Denmark, which is just crazy. Yeah. Him, and, yeah. him and Brian, they, they fell out. No, with no, Ri- Brian was there. They fell out. Oh, was it? Okay, but they I fell think, out of Richard Muller Nielsen. I think they? Jan Mulby missed that as well. Did he? He did. Yeah, they fell out with the manager. The manager. I don't know. I don't know what it was over, but there was a piece yeah, of Michael Andrew, in, in the He did fall year. out with the manager, but Denmark hadn't qualified for the tournament, as we all perhaps remember, or certainly some of us. And uh, Yugoslavia, who went through kind of ahead of them, due to the conflict in in that former nation, they were not allowed to participate. So Denmark took their place mm. now you've got to remember Denmark well obviously they've never been a great powerhouse in, in world football and, and they weren't back then they had failed to qualify for crying out loud and they went to that tournament through the back door without by far their best player and yeah. greatest mm. ever player and they end up winning the whole thing yeah. it I is mean, remarkable well, and you know, such a sickness for him not to be involved the fact that they can miss players like uh, you know Michael Lardrup and Jan Mulby if anything it just goes to show the strength of John Jensen worth a mention yeah. well when there's a big massive piece of the jigsaw missing you've got to raise your game and maybe yeah. that's what happened maybe yeah. they, yeah, they, they yeah. won because of rather than in spite of you know, well Michael Lardrup was known as the, as, the, as the sort of poor man's John Yates anyway <laughs> <laughs> makes sense I didn't know where that nickname came from before but you just pointed yeah. out to me. Oh, I was going to finish on that and finish with a quote and John Yates <laughs> said yeah he was just a poor man's yeah. me really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway he managed to patch things up with the coach eventually and carried on playing for his country now when Barca signed Romario they needed to rotate players due to the three foreign rule in Europe and Laudrup was left out of the European Cup final when they were beaten 4-0 by Milan and that was the, the, the end of his time really Capello said that galvanised his players didn't he he said that was the biggest thing, biggest boost they could have had. That's right. He said he feared uh, Michael Laudrup the most, and Croft made the mistake of leaving him out. Mm. Um, so yeah. So after these events, Laudrup sensationally signed for Real Madrid, won the league in his first season with them. <laughs> yeah. The be- my favourite fact about that is when in his, I think I think I'm right in saying, uh, I'm sure many listeners will point out if I'm not that he. When he was at Barcelona, they beat Real Madrid five nil. Mm, yeah. He went to Real Madrid, then they beat Barcelona five nil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, isn't there a quote from that where he he said something like, um, "You know, I've played in two of the, uh, you know, the t- two of the biggest games in Spain, and the score is ten nil to me." Wicked <laughs> 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 like that. Um, really out of character. Thousands yeah. of people signed a petition um, to stop him going at Barcelona. Mm. Thousands of fans did. He, he, he was very astute though because he said it was it was after World Cup '94 he moved, wasn't mm. it? And he said. 
I knew that Barcelona had loads of players going to the World Cup and traditionally I looked into it and traditionally like, teams tend to struggle after a World Cup tournament when they've had a lot of players missing oh, is that right? but Real Madrid didn't have that many players going yeah. so I decided to make the move and I'm not from um, I'm not from Barcelona I'm not from Madrid yep. so for me it didn't make any difference but I think he underestimated the reaction <laughs> when, he, uh, yeah. when he played in the return game that's didn't right he? Yeah. but it's, it's incredible how often that happens players going from Barca to Madrid yeah that really happens quite a lot. Um, so yeah, that was well, it's happened with. Well, it, I don't know if it happens a lot, but it happens with big name players. I mean, yeah. It happened with Figo, didn't it? Yeah, Prosenaki yeah. as well. Yeah, and uh, but I he, mean, he didn't go direct between. Well, no, but it's, even so, I think that shows like Ronaldo as well. Ronaldo, yeah. I think Luis Enrique played for both. Yeah, if I'm correct there, uh, maybe not there. Uh, anyway, he got his revenge, of course, uh, against Barcelona. Oh, was it revenge? Well, certainly enjoyed his moment. He there. won't ever commit to which team he prefers. Yeah, either. that's right. That's right. Raúl said in 2006 that. Um, Michael Adrett was Pass to me, pass to me, pass to me. He said he was the best player he ever played with. Now, he may have changed his mind in the last five years, but still, mm. 2006. Mm. Um, uh, Lewis Figure said Laudrup oh, was the best no, player. Probably, I think he has because he played with Thomas Gravison. Now you're talking. Yeah, so. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Figure said Laudrup was the best player he ever played against. Now, Ivan Zamorano, remember the Chilean forward yeah. who was at Madrid at the same time as Laudrup, wasn't having the best of times when, Al- when Laudrup showed up. Um, Zamorano won the uh, the Pachichi Award in Spain top goal scorer and 82% <laughs> of Zamorano's goals were assisted by Marcelo <laughs> <laughs> love Brilliant. it that is incredible yeah. uh, d- during his time at Madrid he did his, win his tagline should be enabling you to enjoy your football <laughs> <laughs> yeah, making things better for you mm. enjoy it yeah. um, hey Zamorano can I come around your house and have some food N- no uh, how many goals <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and I'll do the cooking yeah <laughs> I think I'll have that shirt off your back as well <laughs> if you don't mind and that Pachichi award. <laughs> Can I have a go in your car? Thank yeah. you. You'll enjoy the ride more. I've unlocked yeah. the defence, I'm unlocking your car, mate. Yeah. And when I say car, I mean wife. Yeah. <laughs> and when I say unlocking, I mean easy. Yeah. Um, Take anyway. her out for a nice lamb lunch. <laughs> a lamb lunch there. Um, uh, now, during his time Madrid, he did win a trophy with Denmark, the 1995 King Fad Cup, which is now known as the Confederations yeah. Cup. Mm. It's not a bad. There you go. It's it's enough, isn't it? Hey, Jimbo. I'd love it if England won it. <laughs> <laughs> still even got the, tour- the tournoi, yeah. mate. Yeah. <laughs> the tournoi. I can't take that off us. <laughs> um, he was only in Madrid for two seasons and then went to play in Japan for a year before returning to Europe with Ajax for one last season. Where he, he was won. quite decent. League yeah. and Cup double. Yeah, I think he's got a really good scoring record for Ajax in his last season. Yeah, I think he did, yeah. And his last ever match was at World Cup 98 crazy to think Euro 84 yeah. he played in that and then, and then World Cup 98 and Denmark had a great tournament they reached the quarterfinals only to be beaten 3-2 by Brazil they had beaten Nigeria of course uh, 4-1 I think it was in the previous round um, but uh, Denmark uh, after they were eliminated Michael Aldrup said that was the last match of my career but it was also one of the best if not the best yes they really they really made Brazil work for that yeah they did indeed it was a piece of Rivaldo brilliance I think that, that won the game but Laudrup has since gone on to become a manager with great success in his uh, homeland with Bronby mixed fortunes abroad with Getafe Spartak Moscow and, and more recently Real Mallorca um, but it's as a player where, uh, that we're inducting him today and I'll leave the final words to the great Franz Beckenbauer who said in the 60s the best player was Pelé in the 70s it was Cruyff in the 80s it was Maradona and in the 90s it was Laudrup come in Michael Laudrup oh, you enjoy come. Michael Laudrup <laughs> I think Romario named him in like his top five players of all time as well, but behind, yeah, behind himself. Him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, ladies and gentlemen. That is the end of the football ramble. If you would like to get in touch with us, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com and the website is thefootballramble.com. Jimbo.
On the website this week, there are blogs on the precedent set by the Adrian Mutu case with regards to what City can do with Carlos Tevez. Norwich City and how they're faring in the Premier League. New Dwarfer, Michael Laudrup, have you just heard about? There's a, there's a blog about him and much, much more than that. There's also Pick Live, where you can win money by playing live fantasy football. There's a Hall of Fame, the Forum, loads of stuff. Get on over there. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> And uh, obviously, as you mentioned at the start of the show, we are sponsored by Pez 2012. Forever evolving, forever football, forever pro evo. That's what we are for the month of October. Visit us at, or rather, visit them at facebook.com forward slash Pez for more information. All right. And don't forget to get your answers into the opening question: mm. How you'd punish Carlos Tevez for a chance to win a copy of that game on Xbox mm. 360 or PS3? When are we getting our copies? Because I want to go on face. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Enter the competition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that I did, and I didn't get the no points. <laughs> and I'll win it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Although the, finally, the points actually mean something. Yeah, yeah. for, for, for <laughs> a listener at least. <laughs> Can yeah. I say, with absolute certainty, points mean prizes? Yeah. <laughs> God bless Pez twenty twelve. That's what I say. <laughs> right then, say goodbye, Jimbo. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Hello. Say goodbye. <laughs> say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. There we are. Uh, enjoy yourselves, people. See you next week. It's later than you think. Loudrup. It's a ghost that defenders as though they don't exist. This is going to be one of the goals of the tournament. Magnificent. Enjoy yourself, enjoy yourself, it's later than you think. Enjoy yourself, enjoy yourself, it's later than you think. I like that. Tsunami. It's a song about a party in the North Pole. It's called Snowshoe Barbecue. One, two, three, four.
about people who think that the direction north is the same thing as the direction up and how these people can and will go to hell.